Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 233. That's a lot of episodes of uh, Weekly Poker Hand. Thank you all very much for being here with me again. We have another cash game hand from a 5-5-10 No Limit game featuring, again, Harlan and Jim O. These two players like playing pots, it seems. And in this hand, folds around to the cutoff, Jemo, who elects to raise to 40 bucks with Ace-5 offsuit. Now, Ace-5 is not the best hand in the world. And you should be a little bit tighter whenever there are three blinds, because instead of having three players yet to act, you now have uh, three, right? You have the button, small blind, middle blind, and big blind. So I'm not going to say you should necessarily fold this Ace-5 offsuit, but Ace-X offsuit is one of the hands that is vastly overvalued by most poker players. I know my biggest leak as a kid, and even as a professional sit-and-go player, was that I thought any Ace was good. Like, I would just jam Ace-5 offsuit under the gun for eight big blinds. Like, I thought that was good and normal. But if you play around with various um, push-fold applications, like my free... FTT Poker Push Fold Application and Quiz, uh, you'll see that Ace 5 Offsuit is not a shove under the gun in these spots and it's lighting money on fire. If you all like my app, by the way, let me know. Leave a review for it on iTunes. That would be very beneficial or the Android store. You can find it FTT Poker. Don't let people charge you for a Push Fold app. It's not that advanced stuff. And um, we also have quizzes and uh, various other tools there. So check it out completely for free. All right, anyway. Harlan in the small blind elects to call with queen nine offsuit. Now, we've discussed Harlan in the previous episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Make sure you go back and watch that if you have not already. He's known to be a little bit splashy, a little bit aggressive, and he decides to splash with the queen nine offsuit. I would definitely suggest folding from the small blind. In this scenario, you have $5 invested, which means you're essentially not getting very good pot odds here. Also, very likely the third blind, the big blind here, I call it small, middle, and big, whatever you want to call it. The third blind is going to call a ton. And what's going to happen on the flop is you're going to check, other blinds going to check, initial raiser is going to bet, and now you're sandwiched between the third blind and the initial raiser. And so if you call, now the third blind can just raise you or even call and you're in awful shape. Um, and it puts you in a bad spot. And if it does check through on the flop, on the turn, you're in the worst position. Still, you have to go, if you're going to bet, you're betting into two ranges, which is... Also not really ideal. So you should be quite snug from the small blind and the middle blind whenever you're playing a three blind game, um, just as you should be snug in from the small blind whenever you're playing normally. Uh, the only time you want to be kind of loose is when you think the big blind or the final blind, whatever you want to call it, third blind is particularly awful. And so far, RC in the third blind has not played a pot that we've gone over, so he's probably not doing anything too absurd. So I think Harlan should either fold or three bet. Like, if you told me Jim O was opening Ace-5 offsuit in the cutoff, I would probably go ahead and three-bet him with this Queen-9 offsuit. It is loose, it is aggressive, but I think that would be a much better option than calling. RC splashes with the 8-7 offsuit, which I think is reasonable. And they see a flop. Queen-7-4. Two hearts. Um, RC has middle pair and a backdoor flush draw. Harlan has top pair, no flush draw. Jim O has Ace-high for nothing. All right, Harlan checks the Queen. I think it's fine to check the flop here. RC checks as well. Around a Jim O in the cutoff, and I think this is also just a check. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. What happened here? It went so fast. Um, Jim O bet 65 bucks. Never mind. So pot was 125 or 130, something like that. 125. And 
Jemmo decides to bet 65. I definitely do not like this play. Jemmo has nothing. No backdoor flush draw, a bad backdoor straight draw, crappy ace high. This is, again, a very similar situation to what we were talking about before, where it's just very likely someone has something on queen 7 4 two hearts. So when you bet this ace high, sure, worse hands can conceivably call, but at the same time, you just have very poor playability on the turn and the river. If you bet again on the turn and someone calls you, you're in awful shape. You probably have three outs or zero outs. And if you check it down, you're probably going to lose two to a lot of pairs, or it's going to go check, check on the turn, and then your opponent's going to bet the river, and then you're going to fold. So this is a pretty bad spot for the ace-five offsuit and really demonstrates why you don't really want to open these hands if you're going to get a lot of callers, because you often flop nothing. You especially don't want to play big card and little card hands whenever you expect to get a lot of action because you're going to be dominated some portion of the time and you're just going to have poor playability. So now Harlan elects to raise with his queen nine, which, you know, is not going to work for most people. He makes it 225. Um, RC snap folds his middle pair, which I think is good. As you play more aggressively, meaning you're raising a lot of draws here, if you're trying to be balanced at all, you need to also raise with some um, top pairs. And you typically just want to start at the top. Do you have ace-queen? If you do, check-raise it too. Because think about this, right? Let's say Harlan wants to raise every draw in his range. He has six fives, probably all of them. He has all the flush draws. Then he can also have stuff like king-jack of spades for a backdoor flush draw, an overcard and backdoor straight draw. He could also have stuff like eight-six for a gut shot. He could have um, the other gut shots, right? So there actually are quite a few draws he can have in his range here. So if that's the case, what are the nut hands he can raise with to help balance out his range? Well, pocket queens, he probably would three bet preflop, so he doesn't have that. Pocket sevens, pocket fours, seven four, especially suited. But that's not very many combinations of hands, right? Even if you give him all seven four offsuits, well, that doesn't really work out so well because it gives him all this, all the uh, eight six offsuits and the eight five offsuits for gut shots. So those sort of cancel each other out. So what's going to happen is if Harlan raises all of his draws, he's going to have way too many draws in his range. So what can he do to balance his range out a bit more? Well, he can start check-raising with some top pairs. So he probably doesn't have ace-queen because he probably three-bet that. So then he has king-queen, queen-jack, queen-ten. And I think that raising all of those is at least reasonable in this scenario, assuming you also want to raise a lot of your draws. Now, I don't know anything about Harlan when it comes to how he plays his draws, but if you are going to play your draws aggressively here, you probably should raise some queens. The question is, is queen nine good enough to raise? I mean, probably not. It's close. As you play more aggressively, though, top pair just does become a straight-up value hand, and especially if your opponents think you are loose and aggressive and splashy and bluff-happy, well, now you can just extract a lot of value because people aren't going to fold to you very often. So anyway, um, you know, raising is at least a consideration. He makes it 225, and I think that's fine. Back to Jimbo with ace-five offsuit. He has an easy fold because he has nothing, but he calls. So why call ace-five offsuit on queen-7-4? You need your opponent to be an absolutely absurd maniac for you to justify calling in this spot. The, the issue here is that Jimbo has so many more better hands. He has all the queens. He has many sevens, he has many fours, he has many flush draws, many open and straight draws. And 
He has like ace king, you know? He has pocket tens. There are just so many better hands to bluff catch with in this spot. Even like ace of hearts, five of clubs is reasonable because then you have backdoor flush draw at least, right? But with this ace five offsuit, you must fold. I know Gemmo probably thinks Harlan is a lunatic. Even if he's a lunatic though, you cannot continue. If you think your opponent is a lunatic, by the way, just check behind the flop. Realize this is not your flop. You need to fold. As we saw here, Gemmo is just in stone last place on the flop to both players because I feel I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but in multi-way pots, someone's going to have something a lot of the time. And if it's not you, it's probably somebody else. All right, turns a seven. So queen, seven, four, seven. I think Harlan has a pretty easy check at this point. He loses to all the sevens, which, you know, Gemmo could have. He also loses to most reasonable queens. You wouldn't think your opponent's opening queen eight offsuit, for example, or even queen eight suited from the cutoff. It's, you know, maybe that's like one hand in the range you beat. So I definitely like a check from Harlan. In this scenario, when you do check raise the flop, you have essentially extracted value from some worse hands, and you've also protected your equity. But if you keep blasting on the turn, now you're going to force your opponent to play very well. So I like the turn check. And now, Jim O's getting out betting chips. It's getting dicey. It's getting dicey. So Harlan checked. Jim O bet 325 into the, how much was it? 575 pot. See, I don't even know how to analyze this, because if you are in the scenario with ace-five offsuit, it implies you're in here with all sorts of stuff. And if you're in here with all sorts of stuff, then you're probably bluffing too much in this scenario. So if you're bluffing too much, uh, Harlan should just essentially never, ever, ever fold anything at this point, because he knows you're splashing around and floating too much. So I don't think, I mean, I guess I guess if you tell me, Jimbo, somehow you're with ace-five offsuit, I guess you need to bet, but it's so easy for Harlan to have Either a flush draw, maybe even the ace high flush draw you're just crushed against, or a queen that he should not fold, or a seven that he should not fold. Now, if you tell me that Harlan always checks with the intention of folding, which is obviously not happening here because he has top pair, then sure, go ahead and bet because you just win with everything. But that's not going to happen against players who are known to be loose and splashy. So, I guess... <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do with ace five. You're probably, well, you're not supposed to be in the hand to start with. You're supposed to fold pre-flop. And then you're supposed to not bet the flop. And then you're supposed to fold on the flop when you get raised. So here we are. Let's see how it plays out. He bets 325. Harlan calls as expected. Good call. River's a four of clubs. So now there's two pair on the board. Queen, seven, four, seven, four. Flush draw missed. Harlan checks. And now does Jemmo go for the bluff? This is, again, another pretty dicey spot because if you think now about Harlan's range, it's going to be a queen, a seven, or a four, or a busted draw. The ace-five offsuit actually does beat a lot of the busted draws at this point, or it chops with them if they were ace-high. So that's actually good. So that's a reason not to bet. The question becomes, can you ever make a queen fold? Other question, would Harlan even check-raise a queen? We see he did, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Jim knows that or thinks that. I think you probably just want to check it back here because all the draws missed. But it's a pretty rough spot. There definitely are better bluff hands in this scenario, though. Say say Jimmo has 6-5, right? 6-5 is definitely a hand you want to be bluffing. If he had um, a busted flush draw, like an 8-high flush draw or something like that, sure, you could bluff that. So I don't think you need to bet the ace-5. Going back to the turn, by the way, a lot of people 
will put their opponent on a draw whenever they check raise the flop and then check this kind of crappy seven turn. And maybe that's what Jimmo did. But realize, people are not going to play exactly as you expect them to. And here, Harlan has played this hand amazingly well against exactly what Jim was doing. He really couldn't have done much better because he got an absolute junk hand to put a pretty good chunk of money into the pot. I mean, notice the pot was $1,200. 60 big blinds he's going to win with top pair no kicker, right? I mean, that's that's a great success. And you can't let that happen to you. Um, so anyway, yeah, Jim, Jim should just not, be, he should not have been in this hand. You're going to find that quite often just reasonable, somewhat defensive poker is the best play. And when you're playing in games that feature a lot of players being somewhat loose, somewhat splashy, you really don't want to even open hands that tend to be in pretty awful shape uh, when you get lots of callers because you lack playability. And this is a great example of a hand that just completely lacks playability and it certainly worked out for Harlan this time. Goes check, check on the river. I think. It'd be pretty sweet if Jimmo went all in <laughs> for 1,500 into the uh, 1,200 pot. But he did not. Check, check, and Harlan wins a nice pot. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Um, like I mentioned, go check out the FTT Poker app. It's completely for free on the iTunes and Android app store. It's a push-fold app. It has a quiz feature. It has um, some formulas in there that will help you figure out if you have fold equity in a lot of spots. And we're always adding more and more things. So check it out. Good luck in your games, and I'll talk to you next week.